Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my wonderful guest for today is Melanie Swan. Melanie helps women to heal their metaphysical womb, the epicenter of empowerment, to dissolve old conditioning and reclaim their true feminine and masculine nature, to become whole, independent, yet interconnected, sovereign beings. She hosts the Sacred Womb podcast, is author of the Sacred Womb Personal Almanac, and founded the Womb Medicine Woman Trading. Thank you so much for being here, Melanie. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Emmy. Great. It's a blessing to have you with us, and I'm excited to learn from you today. Now, let's delve straight into it, Melanie. Uh, what does sacred feminine power mean to you? Wow, that's a big question to open with. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> um, what does sacred feminine power mean to me? It means, it means practically my ability to feel my own natural essence every day. And not only to feel it, but to experience it in my body. And then to actually follow through with that in actions that are aligned in my words, in my work, in my relationship, in as much of my day, as much of the time as I possibly can, so that I'm actually, I'm living it and I'm seeing what difference it makes. And I, I'm able to live a more and more expanded range of myself that's deeply connected to something that's me and beyond me. Mm, that's beautiful. I, I love how you talked about the expanded range of you and your experience. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Now, can you share perhaps one challenge that you faced in your life that has really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power within you and in your life oh yeah pain okay <laughs> very visceral real excruciating pain mm. so um yeah i've had period pain pretty much ever since i started my periods and i was on the pill from about age 16 to 19 and just I was working in marketing and so sort of running at life at a pace that was just I mean pretty typical for one's 20s but unsustainable because in the background I always felt like a witch mm. <laughs> and like like the yeah. wind would kiss my face and the trees I could feel a connection with the trees but operating in a very uh, different way mm. and increasingly so in my 20s I would get period pain and I I always intrinsically knew I needed to rest during my period because it felt like something that made sense and but I mean it was at one stage I was about I was about 31 I think and wow I just I got so much period pain. It actually felt like I was trying to give birth. 
Mm. And I, I was doubled over, you know, knees on the floor, just thinking this. And I'd already done my therapy training and was working for Bernardo's at the time. I was thinking this, this can't be right. This mm. cannot be right. And I knew it wasn't, I wasn't experiencing some sort of medical condition or something. I felt like I wanted to give birth, literally. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, that that ignited more inquiry within, um, and I didn't ask a person. I I asked my body. I asked my body in therapy. I was working with a body psychotherapy psychotherapist at the time, and it was a deep, deep uh, yearning to answer this question: What? is stuck in my body that I that I want to get out that I want to actually birth because I could really feel it viscerally and that question was one of the core questions I asked myself that really led me to connecting with my womb and realizing I'm I'm birthing consciousness I want to birth consciousness um but I, I didn't know how or didn't know what to do. So I guess the, the real blessing in that pain drawing me right into the core of my seat of power was that I just, I went on a quest, mm. <laughs> an unstoppable quest, partly because I could feel something else that's beyond me, beyond uh, the periods and the cycle. And partly because I was just in so much pain. So, mm. yeah, that was really challenging because I was trying to work full time and trying to have a social life and trying to do all the things we do. Um, but, yeah, it just kept drawing me back in month after month after month. And eventually I listened. <laughs> mm. Wow, that certainly sounds really hardcore. And to have to live with that kind of pain on a monthly basis, that must have yeah. been really, really rough. Yep, it was rough. And even during that time, Emmy, I would put my hands on my womb and say to my womb, look, I have three more, even if I was kind of due on my period on a Wednesday, I would say to my womb, I've got space on Saturday. Can you wait till Saturday? And mm. my period would come on Saturday. Right. And uh, even through that, knowing that that uh, pain was there, which it wasn't always as you know, it always wasn't always like I wanted to give birth, but it could be, it could be. And the, and the fear of that coming was there. So um, I used to negotiate my work with my womb. And that's one of the ways I started working with my womb. Mm, beautiful. Now, I love the way you described this unstoppable quest that you went on because of the pain <laughs> that you'd been experiencing. And I am assuming that would be one of the divine blessings or hidden blessings behind the pain in the end would, would you say that that would be kind of like the silver lining for what you went through with your period i would say that there was the cause of the pain the cause mm. of the pain was that i wanted to birth something and that right. that's what i'm intrinsically here to do and the pain was my ally it was drawing mm. me in like this great void every month uh, so yeah, the blessing was this, that it worked. Thank you, pain. It worked. 
Uh, luckily, I'm not experiencing that anymore because I did listen and I've had to do, you know, a, a lot of, had to put a lot of focus on my womb center and my, uh, to, to be able to allow that birthing process to flow. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful because so many of us are taught from such an early age that if we experience pain, we simply just have to medicate it and numb it and, and deal with it rather than seeing pain as an ally, as you so beautifully put, and starting to go deeper and explore what the messages behind that, that pain are. Yeah, absolutely. And I knew, I knew there was nothing. Uh, I didn't have fibroids. I didn't have cysts and stuff like that. I could feel that. Um, but, you know, the pain was sometimes so bad so that I, I took ibuprofen because mm. I couldn't cope with that and I'm actually grateful that that was there as well to to enable me to temper that pain sometimes but um yeah yeah and then sometimes I would take ibuprofen to get the pain down to a level where I could work with it mm, I clearly understand that yeah uh so yeah I whilst I understand there's always messages in pain um it's you know part of the message I give women as well is that hey if you're in so much pain it's okay to do whatever you need or we need to do to bring that to a level where you feel okay and mm -hmm. there's no shame about okay if you need to go on a, a contraceptive pill for an amount of time to deal with whatever's going on then hey that's okay I think I think it's really important that we are coming out of conditioning that just take a pill and get on with it, but also important that we give loads of space for a range of experience. And hey, we, we all need to, um, sometimes we need to take medication. Sometimes we need to go to hospital or do this or do that. Um, and that there's no, there's no sort of shame in, needing stuff to help cope with either pain or um, whatever's going on for us because it can be pretty intense. Mm, absolutely. That's a really important message to put to our listeners as well. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, you talked about birthing consciousness, that sometimes with the pain being so intense, it felt like you were in a birthing process and you realized that you were actually birthing consciousness. Could you yeah. expand on that a little bit and what that means for you, that sense of consciousness? Yeah, sure. Well, this is my favorite topic, so thank yeah. you for asking me about it. There's nothing, there's nothing uh, I'd rather be talking about, really. So, yeah, as our womb is obviously it, it brings through uh, spirit into matter in the form of a physical child mm. and and also so the womb is is a portal really from this reality to spirit and it can it's it's a, like this pot an alchemical pot that turns spirit into matter mm. and so as women we have the ability to do that like there are miracles every time a woman gets pregnant and brings through that baby and that's consciousness uh, a new child a new person here is consciousness manifest into matter mm. and because we can do that with children uh, human spirits we can do that with energy 
because that's all it is anyway. So when we can connect with our womb, when the womb has enough chi energy within it, it becomes active to be able to do that. And so all our wombs, as I experienced it, are connected to this great central womb, the great void. Mm. And there is energy in there that wants to be expressed. There's new consciousness that wants to come through and it needs an anchor in this reality. It needs a portal or an alchemical pot to be able to transform from energy to matter. And as women, we have the ability to do that. It doesn't have to be a physical baby. It can be a, I call it a project baby or new consciousness that then we as women sort of birth through our bodies. I'm not talking about being a channel here. I'm talking about really connecting with an energy that wants to be expressed and then becoming that and living it and communicating that uh, in a way that can be heard for our current times, um, in our language, so that it can have expression and manifestation to matter. So, yeah, I find that whole thing fascinating of how we can use our menstrual cycle to contact the great void through the portal of our womb and bring through that energy and live it in daily life and weave it in this reality. So, yeah, that's, that's not like being a channel because when the energy starts to express within us and we weave it, it brings up all our stuff that doesn't match it. So it's, for me, it's a pathway of growth and it's not uh, because there's no shortcut to growth. I can't kind of bypass myself at all with it because it's coming through my body and old emotional wounding, old emotional charge is stored in the body bound up energy. So as this energy comes through, that's based on love and expression and joy, it really dislodges uh, stuff that is within me uh, that wants to move, that wants to uh, be brought to light, that needs to be processed. So as well as this wonderful, awesome, creative process, it's a pathway to growth. Mm. I love how you've so eloquently explained all of that. And there's so many layers to what you described there that I could ask you a thousand more questions <laughs> on every single <laughs> layer. Um, but I was wondering if you could just, um, for our listeners, tell a little bit more what you mean when you said um, the menstrual cycle is a path for us to contact the great void through our wombs. Yes. What, what, what does that mean? Like if, you, if, if our listeners wanted to start doing something like that in their daily lives, what yeah. would they be doing? We start with tracking our menstrual cycle. So our mm. menstrual cycle is the gateway to our sacred womb. So when we track our cycle, let's, let's be really practical about it then. Day one is the first day we get uh, some flowing blood. So then we track day one. This is, this is what I track. I track the color for that day. I tune into my body. I drop into my womb. I ask my womb for a color for the day. 
and I ask for a message for the day and I record that on my cycle tracker. And once I've got that color and message, I, I feel into my heart. I really breathe between my heart and my womb and I, I feel into something practical and aligned action that I can do in the day that follows that message. So, I mean, commonly I get, I get messages of slow down, take it easy, <laughs> you're on track. So a slow down message. So say I get a slow down message in the morning. I'd then look at my diary for the day and look at what I'd planned to do or my appointments. And I'd, I'd create some more space in that day and think, ah, oh, do you know what, I'll go, and, I'll go for a little walk in nature or instead of going to the gym, let me do a, a slow yoga class just to oh, just get the pace a bit slower that's aligned with my womb pace or creative pace. Mm. And every day I do that in the morning. Let's say most days, Emmy, none of us are... <laughs> I'm not going to try and sit on my pedestal here. So <laughs> yeah, most days I do that. Some days I don't, but mostly. And then, so I really get a sense of the essence, the pace of life that I'm going at. And that comes from this consciousness. My womb has a consciousness of its own, just like the heart does. And that's that's guiding me so that I can come into alignment with my natural pace with the true essence that's inside me and because I do that most days my daily life really shifts I really I, I feel that color in my body I feel that essence that wants to be expressed and when I go around the cycle, I constantly go into my pre-ovulation and my ovulation phase, and then I'm premenstrual, um, and then I come into my moon time. By the time I get to my moon time, if I followed my own flow and natural essence, I'm ready to rest and be silent and still as my blood, the, the downwards motion of the blood is pulling me into contact with this consciousness that is the womb. And it's slowing me down. So it's a really natural meditation so that I can get to zero point void within my own womb. Mm. When I can make friends with that feeling, because mostly we're shit scared of the void and the nothingness and the unknown. So <laughs> it scares us. So I've trained myself to be friends with it and to... Uh, release my blood and relax and rest in a way that I can mostly not all the time mostly get to this point this feeling of ah oh, rest release still void and sometimes that gives access because that's coming from my womb that very pace is coming from my womb my womb is driving that cycle. And when we get to that zero point in our womb and our psyche, we can access the collective womb. Mm. And that's where we start being able to conceive the idea, to connect with colors, to connect with essence, to connect with expression. Because we simply 
we're not going to be able to bring new consciousness through if we can't connect with our own essence. But if we do connect with our own essence, the flavors, the variety, the range, it means we've got more ability, more tolerance, more capacity to connect with the energy, the consciousness that's coming through a collective womb, more chance that, that we're going to follow its message and its natural style so that we can weave that together and express and enjoy and uh, it's just like making love with the divine. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's just beautiful, Melanie. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> ah, I have goosebumps all over me. I'm just in this ah <laughs> right now myself just from listening to you that is so beautiful uh, is is this what you um teach women uh in in the work that you do oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> absolutely i i love it this is this is what we do uh i run a, uh, an online womb medicine woman training mm. and this is what we do we we go back, we reclaim our first period, our maiden time. It restores, oh, it restores daydreaming. It restores our sexuality. We look at our mother wounding, our father wounding. Because it's, it's like, I experience it as this, this pathway, this portal is always there. But it's, it might be a bit clogged up with leaves, it's not a very nice analogy, but it's like a drain being blocked up with leaves. And all those leaves are sort of um, conditioning and, oh, but I can't. And what about this? And all those sort of doubts and, and the wounding and the trauma and the abuse. It, you know, it's all like the leaves collected up in this drain. And when we start to have a look at that drain, let's start having a look what's in here. Within those leaves we we can we can put enough uh, focus on it and apply enough healing balm that those leaves start to break down and they start to transform into compost <laughs> and they start to the very shadow work the stuff that we don't want to look at often the shame within that is a tremendous amount of energy and that, that turns into fuel uh, for our womb, for our personal growth. We get access to more and more life force. And of course, full of life force, we can, there's no problem with contacting the, the collective womb. So yeah, that's what we look at in the, I mean, the, 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 the two years is, and we need that time. You know, we sit in circle every two weeks because we sit in circle we've got an amplified field we do it together that breaks some conditioning anyway because the conditioning is to stab each other in the back and compete yeah. so we do that together we amplify the field we connect with each other's wombs with the collective womb and we go for it we reclaim parts of ourselves we dissolve conditioning we put light on shame and and really importantly we reclaim our divine masculine. Mm. How beautiful. Uh, what a beautiful process of inner alchemy on so many levels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, please, please expand on the uh, concept of the uh, divine masculine. 
Oh, another favourite topic. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we're going for it today. Yeah. Oh, the divine masculine, the the great crystalline phallus. Oh, yeah. So, what we've got, we hear a lot about sacred feminine, sacred masculine. Uh, but what, as women, what we think we're not is men. So mm. we have this split in in our consciousness effectively so what we're doing when we split the sacred feminine masculine are we're pushing away we're projecting away a part of ourselves onto men we're giving our energy away we are pissing it away it's mm. it takes so it, it takes so much effort to split our masculine part off and then we give it to men and I say this with the utmost kindness and compassion for all my sisters is we piss our energy away and then we're fed up with how men use it. Mm. It is such a travesty that we are uh, contributing to the, to the creation of the patriarchy, which is because when we push our energy away and put it onto somebody else, and of course they're never going to use it as we want, then we hate men for it and try and uh, smash the patriarchy. We're missing, we're totally missing that it's partly our energy. It's partly mm. part of me. I have co-created the patriarchy and I'm responsible for that. And when we can take responsibility, we can start to pull back our own masculine part into our body and when we when we can own it and bring it back something absolutely <laughs> transformative and uh, just amazing happens because we've got this sacred womb this space this void but it's it needs it needs a it's like a boat that needs a rudder it needs direction and it needs focus. And what happened to me was I started reclaiming my own masculine self and looking at the uh, conditioning around men and my father. And, you know, I'm sure you can imagine it was kind of looking at all this stuff. And after a couple of years of very slowly kind of doing that and in the background, I had an experience where my, I can feel my energy coming back to me and it came back as this phallus and I received it in my yoni and into my core. And it was like, it was like making love with the divine. And for about three days I was just, oh, mm. it's like the best sex ever. It's like more than the best sex. <laughs> it was, I'd been penetrated by God. I just, oh, it was, yeah. So it was my own crystalline phallus then, that then juices up and focuses this energy that's coming through the, the womb. Uh, and we need both in order to be uh potent with our manifestations so i call that state the integrated woman mm. um, and of course that's then going to have ripple effects on 
the the consciousness on the earth because my energy is no longer distorted my masculine energy it provides relief for men and our power is no longer with them which it was never appropriate to be anyway Mm. so yeah that's what i mean by the divine masculine and i i certainly feel feminine masculine is a split state anyway and that our natural state is unity mm. beautiful oh i love that melanie thank you so much for explaining that um, so clearly and um, in a way that i can tell is so rooted in your own divine experience your own lived lived experience and that gives your message such depth and such power Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, one thing that I've started using myself for the first time this year is, is your beautiful sacred womb personal almanac, Ooh. which I ordered and I have been filling it in, um, not since the beginning of the year because I only got it into my hands in March, but I've been filling it in pretty much daily since then and I find it such a beautiful tool, not just for, for my... Um, period tracking, but for everything else, for my dreaming, for my visualization and planning my days. So would you mind uh, sharing a little bit more about how this project came about and if our listeners were interested in, in ordering one, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, sure. Well, I do have some left. Uh, so yeah, I can give you the link so anyone can order one. Um, yeah, how that came about. Wow. It came about as an inkling and also a frustration for myself of I'm using a a moon cycle app I'm looking at the moon I've got a piece of paper with my cycle tracker on and then I've got a separate diary day-to-day diary for my work that's just driving me nuts like because (laughs) I like things to be as easy as possible so in business, like I trained in marketing and worked in marketing for five years. So in business, the training I received anyway and experienced was separate your emotions from your business. Utter mm. nonsense for me. Um, <laughs> I'm an emotionally led, fiery, watery, all this, all this range woman. And if I cut that off from my business, it's like cutting my right arm off. I can't use the very thing that is my power. Mm. So uh, I, I was incorporating my cycle and my work and I work around my moon cycle and the menstrual cycle. However, having all different papers and different places and different ways, I was getting really frustrated. So it was born really because I needed something and wanted something that was all in one place. I just want to open my uh, diary at the beginning of the day checking with my cycle, feel into my aligned action, put that on my daily page and go, ah, yeah, I can adjust. And I want space for my personal musings as well. It's not separate from my business working days. So so again, it felt like a really uh, further step into bringing forth this consciousness into, into this reality, into something I could actually have in my hands of this integration of the sun cycle and the lunar cycles within myself. Mm. So 
yeah i i worked with a specifically wanted to work with a, a guy to help me design that i thought oh. that was a good way to bring that to fruition and yeah a guy called dan was my graphic designer so i worked with him to uh, get that design and get it printed and and get it in women's hands really because through the process of both creating it and then using it it helps integrate these two cycles and i think it it's there to really help us make friends with the sun cycle as well and the masculine and the structure and the focus within ourselves and to honor that aspect of ourselves that is cyclical and changing all the time and bringing those together uh, is so it feels so much better for work mm. it feels i feel aligned in my work and having a physical something is just i think it's really important Yes, I can certainly attest to that from my own experience. So thank you for thank you for creating that. It's such a beautiful, beautiful almanac to to use in our daily lives. Yeah, it's it's an absolute pleasure. It's great. It's great to hear from someone that's using it and knowing it's effective and knowing that my intention it came to fruition and it's I'm I'm really happy it's useful. That's the biggest kind of compliment I can get really if I hear someone say yeah it's making a difference it's useful so yeah. thank you for that absolutely now if if our listeners did want to get in touch with you or, or order the almanac as well um how do they find you Melanie they if you can go to the sacredwomb.com and then in the menu there's the shop and the almanac is the first item in the shop so uh, yeah, they can record it, uh, order it from there. There's a few left because it is a little bit into 2020 now, but yeah, they can get that and I'll send it on its merry little way to you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's quite, it's a nice heavy thing, isn't it? It's a page a day. Yeah. It's got cycle <laughs> tracker in uh, and it comes with a, a downloadable uh, practice to connect with the womb and instructions on how to track your moon and menstrual cycle as well. So yeah. And it obviously the the trainers the training is on my website as well as there are loads of podcasts on there and stuff. So yeah, if you go to the sacredwomb.com, loads of loads of resources. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Melanie. You have given us so much information and so much of your wisdom here. I really appreciate it, and it's, it's been such a blessing to have you with us here today. Oh, thank you, Emmy. I really enjoyed your questions. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. There's really nothing else I'd rather be doing in this world. So <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. Lovely. Thank you so much. Now, just for a moment, uh, let's all focus our intention on this beautiful alchemical energy that's been activated during my chat with Melanie. And just for a moment, uh, visualize sending that energy to everybody, everywhere on our planet, to really remember that we are all one and to support all of us to truly step into our sacred feminine, combined with the sacred masculine. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. <laughs>